0: What's on, everyone? And welcome to a Popcorn Heroes review of Soul, a Pixar movie on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. What's going on, guys? Howdy doodly. With me, as always, is Pedro. Hello, hello. What's up? And God's Gift, Orlando. Hello.
1: What's,
0: up, man? What's happening, man? So, gents, today we're talking about Soul, a movie that was supposed to hit theaters, but did not because of Rona. Yes, sir. And now Disney was so kind enough to release it for free on Disney Plus in the Best of Holidays Christmas. God bless mm-hmm. the, the Mouse House. Yeah. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be to Disney <laughs> Plus. <laughs> um. So how we usually do our reviews we do a small premise and then we give you our quick thoughts and one out of five rating but before we get to that Pedro what are what is the premise okay so the premise is it
2: follows Joe a middle school music teacher who has dreams of becoming a jazz musician. And lo and behold, he actually gets that call. His dreams come true. He's ready to do it. And then he dies. Oh, and man. then he wakes up in the afterlife and he's like, what the fuck? I need to get back.
0: And that's the gist of the movie. Damn, Pedras. I feel like I just saw the movie, man. Beautiful yeah. premise, man. Beautiful premise. You're, You're welcome. Useful as usual gentlemen Orlando calling you what is your rating and your small thoughts spoiler free of course we there's no spoilers at the beginning after this we'll get into it Orlando what is your rating and your small thoughts about Pixar soul
1: so I give it a a three. Um, I liked, or three and a half. I I I liked it. I, um, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was actually um um pretty good story, especially what like, I think it hit in the right moment with the pandemic and everything. So I think a lot of people can relate. Um, of with the messages and overall, I think this movie has like a lot of heart. And um it's funny because the payoff is at the final end, but I think once you get to the end, you realize how like beautiful the movie is. Um but other than that, like in terms of like animation, I thought it looked great. I just didn't think it was that funny and I know I'm not looking for it to be a comedy, but normally like, you know, these Pixar movies or animated movies Tend to like you know be extremely funny so this movie I didn't find it that that funny um I found the 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 characters to be very charming though um I think they had pretty good um like chemistry especially of how different they are how they view certain things um so overall yeah I just think it's a great movie I think it's uh it's definitely a movie that I think if I was a kid I wouldn't like it though. Um, it's very like, um, the themes could be kind of, a uh, adult and not like in a, um, X-rated way, just a more of like a philosophical, um, mindset that I don't think kids would appreciate, um, uh, than adults do. So this movie kind of hits home, I think, for like most older people. And I think kids would be like more not really seeing the, uh, the value of what the story has to offer but overall I think the movie is uh, great I think the animation is great I think the characters have great chemistry I think the message behind it is very important especially during these times I just think that it does not in terms of humor and kid appeal I think it lacks in that department um, but overall yeah good, great movie
0: um, I highly disagree with you Orlando not in the sense of like the rating. I I give it a 3.5 too. Like I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's Pixar's best, but it is a good movie. But I had to disagree with you in the sense of I watch Pixar for comedy. I don't watch Pixar for comedy. I watch Pixar for emotions. And, and that's what Pixar is all about. It's trying to give you some t- type of feeling and emotion and it tries to you know go at you to feel something about what's happening in the story and in that manner this movie didn't really get me in the feelings um, I I, uh, I didn't feel an emotional connection to what was happening in the story um, but doesn't mean the movie was bad no it was it was a good movie I just every, every, every Pixar movie has this emotional hook on it or an emotional moment that makes you feel some some type of way and I don't think this movie had that for me in that, in that sense like every other one's had them like you know in um in Inside Out you know when Bing Bong died you know that was fucking super super sad A spoiler alert
1: yeah I, I didn't watch Inside Out and, <laughs> and Pedro he told me to watch it so I was thinking about watching it but now now what do I do
0: nothing you don't do anything you, Andy, just watch you it. haven't seen it that movie came out like five years ago, man. <laughs> you're not going to watch it. Anyways. Um, you know, then with Toy Story, you know, Toy Story 3 had that emotional part, you know, when their toys were going down. They were about to die. Uh, and you guys seen Cars 3? Yes. No. Okay. Um, ah, Toy Story about 4. To hit a sort of spoiler. Toy Story 4. You guys seen Toy Story 4? Yes. Of course, we reviewed it. All right, just making sure, because apparently Orlando didn't see Inside Out, so uh, that that moment, you know, when 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 they say bye to each other, that was pretty emotional. Yeah, yeah, you know? like, the the, the final goodbye. So all Pixar's movie have like this emotional part in it that makes you feel something, and I I don't think this one had it. But what I did really enjoy about the movie was the jazz. Uh, man, the jazz was just fucking. It was great, man. The way. It, the music was fascinating in this movie. I, I really, really enjoyed the music. Um, the characters were cool. Uh, yeah, it, it was a good movie. I, I mean, like, I know pretty much said a lot of things. I was going to say uh, the animation was, you know, flawless per usual. Um, but it's definitely not, I don't think it's a kid's movie. I, I absolutely do not think it's a kid's movie. Um, like I said, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of, 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 of themes that make you think too much and i don't think kids have to <laughs> i wouldn't say they have the capacity but they just don't have the understanding of those themes. And you know, at a young age um my kid saw it and i mean he liked it i don't know why he liked it they didn't really ask him i just you know he's like oh it was, it was nice and i was just like oh you okay. should give him a kid's review he'll just yeah. be like I like the
2: part yeah. where there was the fart joke
0: and like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to make him watch it again and then probably review it with him cause uh, so he could be fresh in his head um, mm-hmm. but yeah other than that it was it, it you know it was a good movie I just they don't think it's Pixar's best
1: alright
2: so I give it a 4 out of 5 <laughs> I really liked it but but here's the thing I do agree with you guys it's not Pixar's best it's not. But even not Pixar's best is still really good. Oh, yeah. Better than g Honestly, the only Pixar movies that I could think of that I thought were decent, because I don't think any of them are really bad, per se, except maybe Cars 2. Cars 2. But, well, yeah. But, like, the good Brave, dinosaur. for me, Ratatouille, um... A Bug's Life, like those are—they're not bad movies. None of those. But when you put them on the scale of like greatness, where you get into like Toy Story or Incredibles, or to me Inside Out, wally like Up, like those are like really high up there for me. So obviously it's not at the top, but it's definitely in like the middle, and the middle is still fucking great. So that's why I still give it a four. Now I do agree with both of you saying this is definitely not a kids movie, hundred percent, not a kids movie. But like Armando said, we don't really go to pixar to get your kids movie you watch dreamworks for that shit you don't watch pixar for that pixar you get your emotion you get your emotion and yeah you didn't get your i didn't get the tear jerking scene here either but i did the movie did keep me thinking at the end like when the movie was over i was still thinking about it like the themes the the fact that it's about midlife crisis and purpose in life that doesn't really hit kids because kids don't think about that shit but it hits us it hit me because like that stuff that's going on in my head so it um what's the word I'm looking for? It stayed with me after the movie. Not necessarily made me cry, but it made me go like, hmm, what is this movie trying to tell me? You know, how do I live differently now, now that I learned this lesson? So mm-hmm. that that to me makes it a really fucking good movie. Like I, I, I can watch this one again and still enjoy it. And uh <clears throat> getting into the more technical parts of the movie, um the music I thought was really good. You had your jazz moments that were fantastic, but you also had the score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who did the music for like Social Network, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. They have this really cool electronic, eerie score that comes out in all like the weird metaphysical parts of the movie. And I thought it just fit fucking perfectly. There's just this weird feel for it that um i don't even know how to describe it it just sounded really good like it made sense with their version of the afterlife because i don't know it just felt yeah i don't even know how to describe it, but it, it just felt right so but yeah the performances were great i was actually very impressed with uh, jamie fox's voice work i love them uh i think you should do more voice work actually uh the one that uh i didn't even realize it was her was tina fey but she still did pretty yeah. good i did but, not know uh yeah her i did not know it was her till the end i was like interesting but uh yeah that's pretty much it so definitely four out of five i really enjoyed it and i'm excited to see what pixar has post uh what's this guy they got fired because pete doctor took over him oh uh lassiter lassiter i'm excited to see what post lassiter pixar is and if this is what we're getting then i think it's a step in the right direction because we were raised with Pixar in the beginning so it's just nice to have a movie for us instead of just
0: for the kids so yeah good stuff so before we move on to spoilers would you guys recommend this movie
1: yeah I think so overall I think as a family film I think 100% um, because even if you're kids might not relate to it or like it, there's something there for you. And there's enough, I think, here of charm for kids to just watch. They might not fully grasp the concept that it's trying or the message that it's trying to relay, but I feel like there's enough here with some of the silliness that goes on in the movie. Um, There's enough there to entertain kids. So I feel like it's. It is. It, it, I think this is probably like a movie that has a very broad appeal for adults and kids. I just think for adults, you clearly it hits home. For kids, I feel like they'll just they'll think back about all the goofy parts that the movie had to offer.
2: I agree. I, uh, I do recommend this, you know, m- most Pixar movies, I always say you guys should definitely watch it, but I do agree it's more of a family film, like a whole family together, rather than just, hey, let me put this on for only the kids in the corner. No, I don't think it's that type of movie. It's like everyone sit together and we all, you know, enjoy it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, i I recommend it too. Um, it- it's definitely, it's definitely the most adult Pixar movie there is. And- I think so. The message will be really, you understand it more and it will hit you more if you're an adult, and like you guys said, if you're a kid, you're just gonna watch it because it looks nice, and that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, definitely watch it, it's, especially if you have Disney Plus. Like, what else you just, what else there is to watch on Disney Plus? He has new content. You for sure might as well watch it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get to it, gents. Let's get into the spoilers of it all. Let's get down and dirty and discuss this movie and it's themes and if you haven't seen this movie come back and check out our thoughts and if you don't care just keep on listening and if you did listen too now spoilers ahead spoilers 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 ahead there is spoilers cool ahead. spoilers alright
2: <laughs> so um first things first i actually really liked the way they killed him off (laughs) 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 i thought it was such a funny way because he's on the phone he's excited and there's so much crazy shit that can kill you happening and he's dodging him exactly he's dodging it Uh, i don't remember the specifics but there were things where it's just like oh shit oh shit oh shit and then when you have your guard down you're like oh He made it and then it's a manhole that kills him the most embarrassing thing ever but it was just such like a a a night like it was so ironic Mm -hmm. that he did that i just thought that was such a great almost like a dark comedy way of killing him off where it's like ah, you fucks but it's so funny i I just couldn't help thinking like man there's some dark sense of humor when they were coming up with it like oh wouldn't it be great if he dodges all the obvious shit and gets killed with the the dumbest shit so
0: yeah I, i feel there's a plot hole there What do you think? Well, because if he fell through the manhole and the manhole killed him, but yet he wakes up a few hours later, shouldn't he have like a broken leg, broken bones, broken something? If the manhole killed him, shouldn't his body be affected by the manhole? Hear me
2: out. What if (laughs) he drowned in sewer water? (laughs) (laughs) i don't know you're right you're right but i guess there's only so far that pixar can go they're not gonna i guess they could have but they chose not to put him in a body cast
1: i i I agree with that with that statement he drowned in sewer water
0: yeah he
1: just drowned i agree he just drowned yeah that's the best the best way to explain it (laughs) you know
0: i i I think i think i would have believed that if i would have seen like a those animation splashes of of water Mm. going up brown water just, yeah just, just, just that, You know a like, a, like that I think I would have believed That drowning part But so, how, how much so, water is In those New York sewers You know
1: But you supposedly You don't need a lot to drown Like you just need Like a cup of water Or something Like you don't need That much water To drown on water So It's possible Like it's possible Like maybe he had Knocked out unconscious Right And then well, he's He was in a coma So and then he drowned or, yeah, you know, so it's possible
2: possible. The other possible. thing is the other thing is the kids movie and they don't want to like, I don't know, impale him and break his legs because they have that whole they have that whole second act that they need to get going. Yeah.
1: They need but, to yeah. Figure. So so one of the things that like I was saying, like, I guess for the payoff, it's just like 'Cause I think in some Pixar movies it's obvious like what they're trying to tell you and what the message is. Like even in like Toy Story Four, you know that they have to basically say their goodbyes. Or in Toy Story Three where like they're leaving Andy and they have to get used to they're they're going, um they're trying to get back to him. Like you gotta let go. Like like Toy Story Three is like a let go, like you need to move on kinda kinda movie. And Toy Story Four is the same if you think about it in terms of the story, but it, it kind of is, but it's
2: also about purpose in life as well, so
1: right but in in general um the the message is kind of obvious, like in those kind of movies, and in this one, it was kind of hard to 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 actually pinpoint the message before it it, it they they said it, you know so mm-hmm. I, I I think that's why there's not that emotional punch. You know, as opposed to other movies, where like, like in Toy Story three, you're just like, all right, guys, you guys gotta move on, and then like finally, like, even the the scene when they're in the the, the furnace and they're about to burn and they don't want to let go of each other, it's like a symbolism, like you know, we gotta like move on and like burn, like you know, start over, you know. Hmm. And and even like in Up, where like he's he's like. He goes to this place because his wife tells him like that, you know, start an adventure and stuff like that. Like, so you he you see the message is clear, like in all mm-hmm. at least at least the one the movies I'm referencing. So it was very hard to to grasp what the movie was trying to tell me until the mm-hmm. end. Because you want him to go to the show. You want him to live and to like play the concert because that's what he wants out of life you know that's what he's been longing for for his whole life yeah so like you you the message of like your life was worth living but regardless of what you did was so like oh shit it's like it was like it was kind of like you it's like you're doing like long division you forgot to drop the zero or some shit like oh i never i didn't see i didn't see it here
2: yeah, you know for me it wasn't that surprising. It's a slow build up to it because it's a slow build up because you're seeing how she lives in his shoes. And with each example he'll say, "Oh no, you got to do this." And then she'll do something totally different, something innocent. And then it all works out. And then you're like, "Hmm." Where it really hit home for me was the whole barbershop, which was such a great scene because it's like, "Oh, you know, this guy's awesome. He'll get you a nice cut, you know. I always talk uh jazz music with him and then all of a sudden she just doesn't she doesn't listen to him she doesn't like do anything he's saying and she starts like talking about all kinds of shit asking questions and then just like everyone kind of going like oh shit and then it was her talking about how she's lost in life and then everyone's jumping in like yeah that's right preach you know it just felt so like yeah it was just very uh what's the word relatable that it's like no one's got anything figured out. So I kind of took that already. I'm like, oh, the movie's gonna be, no one knows what they're doing. You just fucking go with it and it just, it all falls into place. Like, of course, the movie was a little more into enjoy the little things, but that was also a part of it as well. It's like, don't get, don't get scared. No one else knows what's going on. So that barbershop yeah. is where it really started all coming together for me. Where I'm like, I get what's happening here. You know, just enjoy everything around you. Ask, ask other people how they're doing you know that's why they had such a good conversation with the barber it's like hey you know i'm glad you asked about me you know all and we didn't talk about jazz music like we always do it was just a cool little like oh yeah i've been so stuck in my own shit that i didn't realize everything else around me so that to me is the
0: moment where it opened my eyes to the movie and and you also had that that everybody was like oh um the the spark right and she's like oh your spark was to be a barber. He's like, "No, man, I didn't want to be a barber." Like, "You're right. <laughs> I wanted You're to right. do something else, you know." And and so the whole movie you spent thinking of what's the spark? What's going to set her off, you know? Everyone has a spark because that's what the movie was trying to imply, like, you know, everyone has a purpose in life, but in reality, the purpose is just to live, right? And enjoy mm-hmm. life and enjoy the little things. So the whole the whole thing of 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 how Joe all he focused on was jazz. And like, that's my purpose in life is just jazz. When in reality, it wasn't that way. And he like, like she was discovering in other people, like they, they wanted to do something, this one thing, but they didn't end up doing those one thing. And life took him in another direction, but they just found the joy and that new direction they were going on, which was another interesting aspect of, of this whole thing. I found Mm -hmm. that to be very, a very, like an interesting message of, you know, life takes its its turns, and you just have to find the joy in those turns.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think through twenty two, um, the soul twenty two. I think you definitely. It does hammer in that message of like what, because with her being so naive and so new to everything, you do see her embracing, all of it, like everything mm-hmm. that he never embraced, whether it be like. I think a butterfly lands on him, lands on her, you know, in his it body. The, it was the leaf as
2: well, the, 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 the leaf. dancing leaf, right? That, that, and that, that was the big one.
1: And she takes it all in. The fact that she eat, eat, eating New York pizza, um, and that's like, oh my god, this is like the best thing ever. It's like one of those things where like he never appreciated it because it's like you're so stuck in other things that like her. It's kind, it's kind of like. Like seeing like a baby basically like try like new food and they like light up or whatever. Like it's, it was, it's similar to that way. But in Um, your body.
2: So it's bizarre. You're just like, it's
1: bizarre. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look at me. You enjoy these things. (laughs) I'm like, huh? I will say, I I will say plot
2: wise. I don't know if you got these vibes, but you know where I was really enjoying the first arc first act i should say and then i was like oh but this is very similar to inside out and then all of a sudden it does that flip where he flips bodies with her for the cat and immediately i was like oh god it's one of these fucking movies and i was already (laughs) like man this movie's gonna suck now because i was already thinking like brave brother bear you know like all those where they always did the whole oh walk a mile in my shoes type shit but it didn't go that way it went the way that we just talked about you know where you get to see it You know, you get to see your body reacting differently. And you're just like, oh, okay. So it was a nice twist on something that could have been generic. Gladly it wasn't. So, Did you guys enjoy that switch? I did eventually. But like I said, I was spooked the first time. I was like, oh, God. But then I was like, okay.
1: Because I I enjoyed it eventually. I guess I played it eventually because I felt like it was too... That's the part where I'm like kids would enjoy this. The fact that like he's like stumbling around and then the guy's a cat now and you know stuff like that. I think kids would like find that funny, you know? But so I so I as an adult found that like annoying. (laughs) Um just because I was just like, okay, whatever. But it's like Pedro said, like seeing him seeing twenty two live her life I mean, not her. I mean, whatever. No, she, whatever. Scene 22. Is her. Live. Live their life. their life. life. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's not really a woman. Whatever. Like, she is the voice of a girl. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Scene 22 lived their life in his body. Makes it more compelling. Especially the part where, like, he talks to, like, his mom.
0: Yeah. That was a, that was a and, pretty good one. But that was him 20- talking, though, right? In that moment.
1: That was twenty two talking for him, right? Because
2: of him, but he was telling her what to say. He was telling her. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna meow it, and you fucking repeat it." That's what it right,
1: was, right? Yeah, but but I I think at the end of the day, like he, I don't think he would have gotten there if it wasn't for her. Because oh, I definitely. think for 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 him, whatever. If it wasn't for them, I don't think he would have gotten there because seeing twenty two um be so bold in his body, I think allowed him to be like, "Oh shit, I can do things differently mm-hmm. than what i'm norm- what I normally do, so I don't yeah. think you get that conversation with his mom without every other interaction twenty two had yeah um cuz that Earth. is his
0: last interaction anyways in that right That's
1: t- exactly yeah.
0: That, that, that was a that was a touching moment um uh, when he just finally tells his mom like hey like this is how I feel and then she tells him how she feels and I, I think that was a very touching moment where where that honesty actually helped their relationship not destroyed it like people think could happen when you're honest with your parents I guess
1: mm-hmm. yeah I think we've all been there especially as like young adults growing up and then dealing with parents and always trying to make them proud um I think a lot of Kids To adults Have definitely been there um, Especially When you're A grown person And your parents Still, still, still see you As a kid And such um, I just think There's a lot of moments Of just like In this movie That That Reflect on I think That hit home to a lot For a lot of people And a lot of people Can relate to that That mm. That Being an adult Trying to live your life But then your parents Disagree um, you know, stuck at a job that you might not find fulfilling, but you know and, and you still and you're still chasing that dream um so yeah I think a I think a lot of the the events and the what how to unfold I feel like it hits a home for a lot of people
2: mhm one of the things um, that oh you first
1: <laughs> one of the things that I found interesting that I thought they were gonna bring up, I'm glad they didn't. It's, like, it's weird because they, you know, where they where they were basically like in the hall of fame or like his like his like um best the moments. The best like the best moments with like the best of moments of his life. And clearly he dated someone. And normally these kind of movies or just movies in general bring up like ah. a love interest. You know, like you would think, oh yes, he's gonna go see her. Or he's gonna like realize that like Life's worth life is worth living so he has to like make things right with whoever this person was that he had a relationship with yeah I'm kind of glad they didn't do that yeah um just because it was like a such a such a trope you know yeah, but uh,
2: I agree it, it also would have took away from the message because the message, right? the message is enjoy the little things not find your love and your life will be perfect like no it ain't nothing about that so yeah, yeah. I do agree with you
1: and, yeah. I, and I and I and I did like that. I did like that. See, they they mentioned that, like, yeah, he he, you know, and who knows? Maybe the the great, uh, callous for that job for that relationship not working out was because he was so caught up in his dream. You know, we don't know yeah. that, but I think yeah. that was just a, a little good, like, like like drop of the information of like, oh, he has, had had love before, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's interesting it, it, to know.
0: It was nice that they just hinted at it; that they didn't really go into it. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Right, that that would have definitely distracted from the the rest of the movie. Because then you would have to introduce her, the character, why they broke up, you know, yeah, all this other stuff.
2: What did you do, quote unquote, wrong? Or yeah, it's 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 a whole other thing. We've seen that movie already, so I'm glad. Exactly. Another interesting, like, question that this movie brought up that I really liked because at the end they didn't even answer it. Was, um. You know, everything that he's wanted in this life was, was to be a jazz musician. And he finally got his moment. And then he was like, yes, that's awesome. But that's it. And it's like, hmm. So sometimes the thrill, the thrill of the chase is better than actually getting it. And then it kind of leaves you, which I absolutely love that about the ending. It left it open to, does he stay a teacher? Does he become a jazz musician? Like, you don't know. He has that choice between the two. And there's uh, pros and cons to both. So it just leaves that up to you. And because that's also not the message of the movie, because the message of the movie is just to live, not mm-hmm. whether one decision is better or one's worse. So just to hammer that in, I love the fact that they left it open. So, you know, you choose your do, own do, ending.
0: Do you think they were alluding more to the fulfillment of being a teacher and teaching others jazz?
2: I I them grow to, within it? Yeah, but I also think it depends on how the person, who who the viewer is, would would give a different ending. But I've always been more towards, um, like I saw it more as a what's the word? In my mind, I was thinking that he was going to be continue to be a teacher, and then maybe twenty two and in, reincarnates into a child, and then the child is in his class. That's what I was thinking before the ending was coming up but i'm also glad they didn't do that because the whole point was 22 is going to do whatever the fuck they want so not oh you got to be uh into music just because i taught you but i kind of went i kind of thought they were going to go that route i'm glad they didn't so in my ending it would be for him to teach to continue to be a teacher and teach kids but honestly that's just me uh projecting that ending It it could
0: really be anything yeah, that's true. What did you think, Orlando? What did you take it as as uh in that moment where you feel like he was gonna potentially lean towards jazz or the fulfillment of teaching others?
1: I agree that, um, like Pedro says, like, um uh, it's really up to his interpretation. But just the I know like he has a different mindset of how he views life at the end of the movie, but just seeing him play live and seeing him play in a classroom, and realizing that like regardless, like there is joy in teaching students, like even if it's like just one who enjoys it. In general, you're in a room of people who don't enjoy it. So, I think he, at the end of the day, like he would get more fulfillment out of being in a room with people who enjoy playing jazz. For an audience who enjoys listening to jazz, um yeah, he's losing out of that like mentorship um aspect which what the movie um was what the movie had him do, but it didn't really seem like he enjoyed that aspect anyway, you know, mm-hmm. so even at the end where he yeah, he finally like liked twenty two and wanted to do right by them. It just didn't seem like he really enjoyed being a mentor, regardless, you know. Um, so even like when like the the, his student passes by the apartment, he wants to get the student out of there and like just move on, and you know, so it just doesn't seem like he really cares about that in general. Like he could care now, you know, with a different with a different aspect on life, yeah. But I think he has a better chance of more of my more happiness of happiness just doing the jazz route. Like, yeah, you might be bored of it, but at least you're surrounded by like-minded people who enjoy what you do. And once in a while, you might be able to change it up. Like, there's, like I said, like Pedro said, there's pros and cons, you know? Because if not, if in the classroom, you gotta, you know, I don't think you get that fulfillment there because if you're going to teach people and then they're not interested, you put all your energy into that one person that's interested. So it's, it's, I feel like it's, it's the kind of the feeding in a way you know because then you're constantly Mm -hmm. looking for that spark Uh, Mm -hmm. no pun intended yeah Um, I agree with that but but, but, but I I also think that's the point yeah
0: yeah, I feel like the movie was leaning more towards the the fulfillment of uh, of of engaging others to love something Um, so I feel like the movie was more leaning towards the teaching aspect
1: I, I I agree with you, like, but I just don't think that him as a character. I think that the message yeah. is is on point, but yeah. him as a character, I don't think he doesn't seem like he really got much out of it. Like he, it it was like a eureka moment at the end. Like, oh wait a minute, no, you know what? You need to live. I don't need to live. I already lived. But even in that aspect, it was more like of him appreciating his life, and we was like, you know what? You need a chance. At this, so let me, g- <clears throat> so let me, g- <clears throat> sorry, so let me give you that moment of, um, of living. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think he ever really enjoyed the mentorship part of the movie. Yeah,
0: I could see that for sure. Um, so what did you guys think about the characters in the movie you know we started off with the Jerry's and the Terry's or whatever they're called mm. Um, what do you guys think about you know that whole aspect of, of personalities are given not chosen what did you guys think of that I loved how nonchalant and they didn't give a fuck about
2: it where they were like I forgot what it was but it's, it was essentially one of the negative personality traits and she was just like hey why don't you go in there? And you too. And you too. And they're like, why do you put so many in there? I'm like, I don't know. It's just so. It was such a funny. <laughs> it was such a funny roll the dice thing. Was it the narcissistic
0: and, one? I think it was. Yeah,
2: it was something Social about lady. that. It was. It, it was just something that obviously too much of it was self-destructive. And again, that, that's more of the dark comedy part of it that we would get. Like a kid that would have gone right over their heads, but for us, we're like, ah, we know all those assholes. That's why they're. <laughs> that's why they're there because of this. These fucking uh, Jerry's. <laughs> um but i i just liked it it was just a nice uh it was almost cynical in a way to see that you know um in, in a way it kind of showed that we're born that way and there's no changing but clearly you see from um from joe's arc that like there is changing so but it was just yeah i i just thought it was a nice place playful way to do it uh similar to inside out but but still different enough to to work. Just felt more professional, more by the book. Yeah. And also, I don't give a fuck just, you know. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go.
1: So so he's not in purgatory. So I guess he's like before conception? It
2: it's it's actual right. In in this movie, the afterlife is hey, I'm out there and then you're gonna get Put back in? I, I can't remember. Did the movie play with the idea of reincarnating, or that was it?
0: No. What essentially it was is that you're on the conveyor belt, and the conveyor belt just takes you to oh, whatever it was. You're right. You're right. Wh- whatever so it that, was, you you, yeah. you didn't get that far. So yeah. So some people become mentors of other souls. I mean, other yes. yeah souls that need to get ready for life, and then once you make them get their spark, you're gone to the afterlife. Also
2: that's right that's right that's the gist of it so yeah i guess it is kind of a purgatory it's kind of like a a factory room for it
1: see it seems like purgatory but also like before conception because like yes it seems like this is where souls are made yeah. and where well, a, a person a personality yeah. or a a being essentially is made like what makes them them is made here.
2: yeah yeah well you're right because purgatory technically is the stairway going there he fell off the stairway and went right. elsewhere and that's where you're saying the 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 beginning part where a soul is created
0: personalities everything is created yeah so do you guys think uh because i was reading um uh you know a, a theory that when they go into Earth, the time is not linear at that time. Because she says that there's no time where they are. Like, there's time is non-existent. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what 22 says. So that makes you kind of think that Earth, when they're falling into Earth, they're not really falling into modern times. They could fall They're, they're not falling into 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could fall anywhere in the time period of timeline. It could be the past, the present, or the future they're falling into. That's an
2: interesting... That kind of brings up a lot of weird shit now that you mention that because the mentors that are training 22 are all figures that we know that already, you know, what you had, Gandhi, Lincoln, like all of that, right? Yeah. And they all lost their, their cool. But your argument is saying what if hypothetically 22 becomes Socrates because yeah. there's no fucking time. But Socrates was getting trained by Gandhi, which is like a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting way to look at it. I, I didn't think of it that way, but I yeah. guess it's possible. Yeah. But I
0: definitely didn't take it that way. <laughs> <laughs> there's some theories people are throwing out that, you know, since there was no time where they were, that essentially there could be falling into any time period. Right. That's not, not bad. A, I was like that's an interesting idea they were proposing. Yeah. I could see
2: that. I um I did like Oh, uh, what the fuck? The Terry. The Terry's and the Jerry's. I forgot which one was which, but I did love this dude from IT crowd was in there. Um <laughs> even the the the, the counter And just visually the way they looked especially with um i can't remember his name right now but the one that does the counting when he was going into the real world and he was kind of hiding in and the lines are stretching out visually that was so fucking cool and then of course you had that sinister score that was playing in the background and i was just like man this is so good like you could tell (laughs) this is pixar doing it because the way they're pulling this off visually it just seems so cool especially um uh, where he accidentally sucks in the wrong guy, like he tries to get <laughs> he tries to get Joe, and then he gets this other guy who's kind of like the bully. Uh, yeah. It was so fucking funny. He has like this whole like life altering moment, like oh shit. Um, <laughs> I thought it was so damn funny, and th- that was actually David Diggs. I uh, which one? I, I I looked up who it was. He's from Hamilton. He's Jefferson. Yeah, but but which Hamilton. one? Who was David Diggs? The 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 bully, the bully one, the one that gets sucked oh, in by, okay. by this guy. Yeah, it was him. The one that was like uh, the the douche one. Yeah,
0: that's so funny. I didn't know that was him. It didn't sound like him. And the barber, the barber was Ashy Larry. (laughs) No way. Yeah.
2: Oh shit. Because I was like, man, the voice sounds familiar. Let me look up who it is. I did not catch that one. And either. it says uh, Donnell Rawlings. And I'm like, Donnell Rawlings, why wow. have I seen that name before? And it was at the credits of every fucking Chappelle Show episode. I'm yeah. like, oh, there he is, fucking Ashy Larry.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that at all, dude. Wow, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I found so fascinating about the voice cast is that I didn't know who any of them were. Voice like yeah. like voice wise, I couldn't recognize. Well, of course, J- Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. Yeah, yeah, obviously, Foxx yeah, it's no Jamie support. Fox. But I'm saying like everybody else, I couldn't mm-hmm. figure that who they were, except for this dude from IT
2: Crowd. I caught that one a mile away. <laughs> that one too. Yeah, it, so yeah. besides those two, I do agree yeah,
0: with you. I, I couldn't, I couldn't clock anyone, which is good because that's what you, that's what you need to feel when you're watching an animation movie. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want, want to, to get zoned out, feel or know who that voice is. You want to get lost within the animation i think we had this conversation Hmm. petro just like i hate how people how animate uh animation studios keep hiring the name oh yeah instead of just hiring the voice you know
2: yeah one of the biggest a little bit of a tangent i guess one of the biggest stuff movies that did that shit and i was just like no fucking point was kung fu panda Remember they had like Lucy Liu, Jackie Chan, like all these names, and I'm like they had one or two lines of dialogue, and you wasted so much money to get them for what? So they could be on your fucking poster? Yeah, yeah. I thought I was like that's so stupid, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> Tangent, well, I mean, one, I think agree with you.
1: I mean, I, I mean they do. Tr- I mean there are there are animated movies that come out with like nobodies, you know yes. that that really don't do that well though. Pixar wise.
2: So, Uh, Ratatouille knocked it out the park, and that didn't really have anyone. Well, it had had Patton Oswalt, though. Yeah, but who the fuck was Patton Oswalt? Yeah, he's not really. If if I go down the street and say, hey, you guys know Patton Oswalt? Who the fuck?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I agree. I I, I wonder, like, bigger studios should take that risk to see what happens. Yeah. Pixar can you know. afford
2: that because they're Pixar. Marvel can afford to do that because they're Marvel. Like Guardians, for example, you 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 pulled out Guardians of the Galaxy and you're like, who? You know, you yeah. didn't really get your people. So right, it, yeah, it, it, big it's big like, studios it's like, can do that. You're right.
1: I mean, this, Disney does the same thing where like Vin Diesel's group, like why?
2: Oh, uh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. But
1: it's just like, but why? Like, you, I mean, I understand you you are a Disney, you have so much money. You can pay the guy to say, I am Groot, you know, but but why?
2: Yeah, that was a weird one. I I felt like they got that voice because they were watching Iron Giant, and they were like, fun fact, Vin Diesel voiced Iron Giant for, like, his first movie gig ever. And they were like, oh, man, what if he does one again that's also useless? And then they thought of Groot. <laughs> and, you know, I, I feel like that was just them, like, fucking smoking, and they thought of it, and they're like, we're Disney. We can get it, you know? Yeah. You, you could have gotten any deep voice person just to say, oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, f- I feel like it was something to do with Iron Giant. Pretty sure. But uh, anyway, I, I know you're saying that it's it's very gimmicky to have big voice actors and clearly Sol didn't really do it. Like, yeah, they're putting Jamie Foxx, but, it, but that's it, you know. Tina Fey, sure, but I didn't even notice that one. I didn't recognize but, her at all. But uh, for, for mean, me, the job. movie the movie did the talking.
0: Pixar can afford to do that and they do And I think it. that the and that's what makes Pixar so great is that they let the story the movie talk and unravel mm-hmm. to make you feel something for it. Um they don't try to get you with gimmicky shit to yeah. make you want to watch their movie, you know.
2: By the way, did you guys catch the Pizza Planet truck? Yeah,
0: it's in the Hall of Heroes. Yeah, as is the, the, the as everything is they, a three twenty one A one two three whatever it is is there too. Oh, the classroom. No. I guess I, I guess that also makes sense too. if you notice, there's also the spaceship from, the spaceship from Wally. Oh, I wonder where that was. Yeah, it's at the end. Like, so there's a there's a say so if you look for if you look for the videos of Easter eggs. Ah. When they're walking into but, the Hollow Heroes, and at the back, you see the axiom. So that's what I'm saying. Like they, Everything, space and time is there. Everything in time
2: is there. Yeah, but Pixar doesn't really put their Easter eggs for any continuity.
0: They just do it just no, to do it. No, I'm not talking about the continuity. I'm just talking about that movie itself that, like she said, time is not relevant there. So that's why you see everything from a whole bunch of time periods in that, mm-hmm. in that area.
1: That makes sense.
0: You know, which is pretty cool. One of my favorite jokes of the movie was uh, when when she introduces him to uh, when they're in the zone. Oh yeah, and she was talking, she was talking him. Oh like oh these are the people who are in the zone and I like I like fucking with them, especially these guys. And they and they showed the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, that was such a good one. I laughed out so hard because the Knicks are perennial (laughs) losers. Yeah. So, it's so, it was the best joke ever, man. Oh, I love
2: messing oh, with these man. guys. Every year, boom. Oh <laughs> <laughs> It makes them... They they, they miss the shot. <laughs> it's so good, dude. They suck so bad. But now oh, that you brought man. that up, that was a whole other section of the movie that I actually really enjoyed. I thought it was pretty damn funny, too. Yeah, That they had the sign-spinning hippie also in a type of zone so that brought in a whole other concept of like daydreaming slash when you're like concentrating it was just just this cool little mix Meditating. of just like yeah again it played a little bit with what inside out did just a bit but but this movie made it's made it its own just
0: enough so yeah did you guys and just that whole the... cast of characters you guys enjoyed the f- uh, fly sipping the sign flipping hippie yeah, yeah, I, I thought he was a great
2: character. There's always that character needed that explains everything, you know. He's the uh, the scientist in like the horror movies that like <laughs> just straight up tells you the the, the mumbo yeah. jumbo like really clearly.
1: He pretty much anchors the movie down to like, oh, okay, now I understand the concepts and yeah. Yeah, and
2: even if the concepts too crazy,
0: he'll kind of say like, I ah, don't think about it too hard. It just is, and you're like, all right, cool, <laughs> fuck it. I, yeah. I like the 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 one uh, when they when they break free the the stockbroker who was too busy doing the
2: oh the yeah
0: the, the 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 number crunching. <laughs> so essentially, what it is that they, they get stuck in the zone? Is that what it is? Yeah, you. It, it what, could be. What happens? Be, you, when? You,
2: yeah, because it's a good thing and a bad thing to get stuck in your. That's the best way to say it. The way they said it in the zone. You know, your your moment of concentration where you're either dazed out or you're just like into it you're drift off daydream or you know just zone out it, it, it there's a good thing for it like if you're in the middle of your solo and you're playing you're in the zone you're doing good or you know sign spinning but if you're stuck at at your job staring at your computer screen crunching your numbers you're in the zone and you're just stuck there and then you're just like a brain dead zombie i would assume maybe the same thing when you're watching tv and just like uh you're probably in there too, so it, it was a, it was again it was another cool concept they introduced and showed the the good and bad of it like too much of it is bad, so cool stuff
0: yeah
1: in, in yeah, terms yeah. of of you know you know we've already read the movie in terms of like an overall enjoyment of it, but in terms of message, how important it is this movie compared to other Pixar movies like how would you rank it in terms of messaging
2: mm, that's a that's a tough one I do think it's a very important message the thing is that we all agreed on it's a message that you need later in your life rather than early in your life this is a message this message is just reminding you hey life is good you know don't forget that but even if you're be not better. where you want, yeah <laughs> I I was thinking of doing that, but I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna fucking bring in the other one.
0: (laughs) Got you. (laughs) Life is good,
2: but it can be better. (laughs) But but yeah, it's just that that overall message. So um, yes, I think it's needed. But I mean, in terms
0: of ranking, it's kind of hard to rank it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, it's just hard to rank those messages because I mean, we think about Wally. The message was love, right? or life or something like that whatever and also don't get fat that was another big one <laughs>
1: yeah consumption like we we destroyed the, the earth yeah it was gluttony it was gluttony glut- yeah gluttony yeah
0: and then Inside Out was I don't even know what the message of Inside Out was oh
2: in, Inside Out was that uh, sadness and, and happiness are, are needed oh. for your life You, you but both of them they're, they're essentially one in the same your, your, all of your emotions are essential essentially yeah but that was the big okay. thing because in the movie they're Easy like, oh, sadness is, sadness is bad. Sadness is bad. And in the movie, it's like, sadness isn't bad. Like, tears aren't bad. You can cry from how you That the movie was the whole... Orlando.
0: Oh, well. There, yeah, yeah,
2: there
0: you go. I get I don't, it. I don't care if you haven't seen that movie, dude. I, I think that it. would have been one of the your favorite Pixar movies of just how the themes of that, of yeah. how it is.
1: Yeah, there's what. So Wow, that, that shit came that... out in
0: 2015, Orlando. It's been six oh years.
1: <laughs> oh my God, Orlando! <laughs> oh,
0: it's
1: what about um? I mean, obviously, the Toy Stories is like letting go, moving on, um, growing, up, uh, growing up, growing up, finding your friend. That's the first one, like you know, yeah. the, you know, f- friendship. Um,
2: I mean, Bug's Life is pretty self-explanatory. It's Seven Samurai. It's like. If everyone works together, you know it's
0: better than doing things alone. Okay. Yeah, Cars is not being selfish. Okay. Cars. Monsters 3 Inc. In
2: Monsters Inc. What is? I I I know it's literally laughter is the best medicine over
0: fear, but I don't remember. I, I don't think there was a message necessarily in Monsters Inc. <sighs> I mean, I guess that would be it. It
2: was was, don't be scared of the unknown because that's what it was. That that, that was the irony of it is that kids are scared of the monster in the closet. And then the reality was that the monsters in the closet are scared of the kids. But then you realize they can coexist in happiness. So there you go. Uh, Don't be scared of the unknown. Nice, Pedro. Love it. Love it, Pedro. Uh, Yeah, dude, all, all of these that we've named, they're all essential. So it's very hard to rank. What yeah, is essential? A, it's a hard bang. But but I will agree, Soul is the later in life message. While these are pretty good ones to get
0: early on, the other ones we mentioned. Yeah. All right. So, a twist on Orlandos. What do you got? Where would you put, Pix? I mean, this latest Pixar in your, in your order. That's a tough one. There's a lot of them. Um, all right. Let, let's go by the latest. The last Pixar movie that came out. Which was, um, yeah, I forgot. Toy that. Story 4, no? Toy Story 4 was the last Pixar? Let's see.
1: You guys can look it up.
0: Pixar movies. All right. We had a Coke. Oh, Onward. Is it oh. better than Onward? Oh,
1: wow. Onward. I, I thought that was just Disney. Nah, it was it's Pixar.
2: better than Onward. It's better than Onward.
1: It's better I, than I Onward.
0: I don't think it's better than Onward. I really enjoyed uh, onward. I
1: didn't like onward that much. Like,
0: like, I know, I, I, I feel like I could see on. I've seen onward a bunch of times, and I didn't get bored. But I don't think I, I can see this movie multiple times. So onward and be entertained.
2: Onward and this movie are on the middle-ish part of the scale. Like I said, where they're not bad movies, but they're not anywhere near the heavy hitters. That being said, Soul is better than Onward if I had to choose.
1: I agree with Pedro.
2: All right. Is it better than Toy Story 4? No. No. Fuck no. Okay. Toy Story 4 is a fucking masterpiece like all the others. <laughs> uh, Incredibles 2. <laughs> no. No. Incredibles 2 is great. All right. Coco.
0: No. It's not better than Coco.
1: No. Coco is so good. Coco is yeah. so fucking good. Coco
0: is good. Uh, I don't think you guys I- saw Cars 3 though. I didn't see Cars 3. Where would you put it? Because you actually really than... enjoyed Cars 3, you think? Yeah, I, I think it's better than Cars 3. Oh. But that, the thing uh, is that pretty... I, I, the way I think about it is rewatchability, right? Like, I don't think Soul is a a, a movie I could consistently rewatch over and over again. Um, I can see Cars being a movie. I mean, I have seen it multiple times because I'm a kid. So I, I can see myself seeing Cars 3 more than I can see myself seeing Soul. Wait, but you said Soul was better than Cars 3, so you mean backwards. Yeah, of course, in terms of quality of the movie. But when it comes to rewatchability, I don't think Soul is a movie I could rewatch over and over again. Mm. I could, I could. Alright, so let's land it in this last one. Finding Dory. Is it better than Finding Dory?
1: Yo, I can't even remember Finding Dory.
0: I don't think it's better than Finding Dory. I really enjoyed Finding Dory.
2: I would put Finding Dory around the middle-ish. That being said... Is it better than Finding Dory? I think it's better than Finding Dory.
1: I can't mm. remember, so can't. I'm not going to say but, it.
2: But Finding Dory is better than Onward. <laughs> really? Yes. Mm. Hey, you so, didn't like Onward, so, Pedro.
1: You know what we should do? I did.
2: We should, we should create our, our own thing
1: we should make a bracket guys next podcast episode or in two weeks we watch all the pixar movies make a bracket and do our I, official well
0: i've seen all of them you the one you guys are the ones that haven't seen them.
1: right i mean and, and right they're on now disney plus so i i, I, think, I, I wouldn't no mind
2: re-watching them and putting them like you know for example chronologically you watch toy story so you go okay toy story first one on your list and you go all right bugs life cool where do i put bugs life on the list all right under toy story all right cool what's next toy story 2 all right where do i put it and then you add okay. from there i i, I could see myself doing that all right we could do that
1: all do right it. i mean i think uh, right now honestly thinking just you mentioned coco i think coco is like sh- shit dude semi-finals easily Easy.
2: Yeah. i don't know about that either
1: Co- yo coco is so good dude
2: semi-finals ooh nah it is so good again that's the thing dude Pixar there's so many fucking good movies that once you get to the final five I would say it becomes to like choosing your favorite child level of shit you know
0: so I
1: mean I mean honestly in my opinion you gotta put some of the toy stories against the toy story so that way it's not like 100% we'll
0: we'll do what Pedro says that we'll go in order from the moment they came out and we'll be like, oh, is this one better than this one? Is this one better yeah. than this one? And,
2: and that that's how you create your bracket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. List, not necessarily not a bracket. bracket, it's just a list. Because yeah, a list. bracket necessarily puts it... It's the randomizing them and then putting putting right, them, right. the randoms in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, but for a bracket though, we have like first seed and five seed. We should yeah. do that where we have stronger... You have a stronger... Like, okay, the first one goes to get to another, a, a top first one. That way... It's not that way Toy Story is not like... Because we, we know Toy Story is going to be... Okay, <laughs> okay. But, uh, but that's or, why I, Orlando. I agree
0: with Pedro's state, though. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I I, think my list is a better idea because with Orlando's list, what if... So, Orlando, what are your two best Pixar movies? Uh, you know, whatever. Shoot the shit. Coco, Coco, Toy Coco and Toy Story, right? Monsters, Inc. Okay so what if in the first bracket you get Coco and Monsters Inc. against each other and you're going to be like oh no you know <laughs> that's why the brackets right. suck <laughs> and then
0: one falls off you know and then that's it
2: and, and, then you're, and then you're like oh Monsters Inc. fell in the first round no that doesn't mean anything it's just because it went up against Coco or whatever yeah. so that's why brackets to me are
1: deadly because it's like
2: oh that doesn't really explain w-
1: but that's yeah. how fu- well, that's why they're fun though because
0: <laughs> they're oh, so sure. deadly yeah, 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 and it makes but, them so fun I, I, I we, think Pedro's talking about do a doing a uh uh, uh doing a uh, actual like list. Let's like list our our top Pixar movies. Yeah, and and top Orlando's to trying to gamify it. Yes, yes, you are trying yeah. to gamify, which is fun. We could still do that. We could do both.
2: Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but ha- haven't we done that already? We did something we w- where it was Disney and Disney Pixar. Disney and Pixar. Uh. And it came down to, like, Coco and Toy Story against Lion King and, like, Aladdin or something, you know? Yeah.
1: Lion King won. We all know we Lion King. We,
2: we, 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 we all gave it to Lion King, I think, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah they, 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 that was a fun yeah. one. That was a fun episode.
0: Yeah. You can't fuck with animated so, Shakespeare, man. We, 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 we got to do a ranking, then, of Pixar movies. Yeah. But we have a movie to look forward to in June. The latest Pixar is called Luca which is oh. i think is the one that is the red, red the red monster right i think it is no no luca has to do with their
2: sea creatures and when they're on land they turn into humans so it's them living on land uh okay. oh turning red is the one i was talking about that turning red is year. the red panda and that's a disney not a pixar that's a disney animated uh, it says here it's pixar oh then jk i thought it was a disney animated studios that's They're the technically thing. under the same umbrella, but I was under that assumption.
0: Yeah. But, well, yeah. All right, gentlemen. All right. So, any last words on Soul? No.
2: If you haven't seen it and you listened this far, check it out.
0: Nice. How about you, Orlando?
1: Definitely. Go, go check it out or let us know what you think in yeah, right. uh, our social medias.
0: Cool. I, I hope everyone enjoyed this review of Pixar's Soul, currently on Disney Plus, f- free with your subscription. Let us know what you think, thought, and liked this movie. Let us know your thoughts. Till next time. Bye bye. <laughs>